under new ownership. The Chiefs continue preparations for their Sunday night showdown against the Packers as they visit Lambeau Field for the first time since 2015. NCAA Volleyball Tournament getting underway. Iowa State plays Hawaii while Northern Iowa faces Miami. Top-seeded Nebraska plays their first-round match tomorrow against LIU. NFL, the Cowboys host the Seahawks as both teams play on Thursday for the second week in a row. Dallas has won five of the last six. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Thursday, Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Hour to go. We will uh, talk uh, to Nick Atherton from ChiefSplits.com, Dave Sinekin, who covers the PackersZoneCoverage.com. Uh, both those gentlemen coming up on two of our four regional teams uh, in about, oh, 20 minutes or so. So tomorrow you're getting on an airplane and flying to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, through Chicago, I'm guessing, right? On the way home, yes. Because- How are you getting there? On the way there, I will be flying, well, 24 hours from now, I'll be in the air to Dallas. <laughs> Got to fly south to go east. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Dallas Indy. Dallas Indy, yeah. So you're on American. I am on American. Look at um, you. What did you pay for your ticket? It's relatively cheap. Yeah, too, like was it not? 300 bucks. That's really good. Yeah. Because i got to think that's double now minimum if oh, you can I'm, get a flight. Right, exactly. And not a bad layover or anything like that. So be there. Get there about, what, 6 o'clock Eastern time. So a little after 5 o'clock our time. And get a little dinner. And away you go. <laughs> Watch a little Pac-12. And and where are you staying? We are staying at a Marriott uh, down by the Capitol Center. It's, you know, a mile away, something like that. Oh, so not bad at all. No, no. When we were there in 2015, we got hotels out towards the airport, one of the suburbs out there. Uh Uh-huh. And it was a disaster. Was it just too far? Trying to get an Uber after the game. And we went and had a couple of Of libations afterwards. Uh (laughs) I think you know me pretty well. I like to do that. (laughs) Right. And even after that... But the worst part was, maybe a little graphic here, but my wife was with me, uh-huh. and my daughter was a baby. She was breastfeeding, uh-huh. and she obviously was not, our daughter was not with us. Right. She was staying with grandma and grandpa, but she had to pump. And the physical pain that she was in, because I thought she was going to be able to, and we waited for almost oh, two hours boy. to get an Uber and the physical pain oh, that imagine. she was in. Oh, that was a bad one. Yeah. So she does not have fond memories of Indianapolis. No. She said, go have fun. I'm staying home for this one. Women are so much tougher than men. <laughs> yes, they, they are. Really and tr- they truly are. <laughs> they truly are. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, that's good. So, um, and it's a guy's only trip this time. Yep. You be the, uh, and the airport's a long way from downtown Indy. My flight leaves Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Meaning I need to have an Uber by five. Five at the latest. Because it's a good half hour. Sure it is. So you're talking 530. Hopefully not a ton of people leaving that early. Mm-hmm. And How then far is Indianapolis? Excuse me, my Canadian is showing. Yeah. The distance between Indianapolis and, say, Detroit. I don't know if that's where all the Michigan fans are coming from. For the most part, yeah. Right? It's drivable. Okay. Um, and, in fact, the people that were there two years ago, Hawkeye fans, told me, a Thursday, you get the trickling of people starting to make their way in. Friday is a Hawkeye party. It is an app. And then Saturday, 
Here they come. Here comes the Michiganders. Here they come uh-huh. in a big time way because most of them a hotel for a night, but we don't need it for two. Right. It's a set. Well, Eastern time. What an eight seventeen kickoff. Mm-hmm. So you can hop in your car late morning and still mm-hmm. get there with plenty of time to have a few drinks. And so a lot of people will be doing that. Another thing I got to tell you. Michigan's a fan base that just really annoys me. And the reason for that is my age. It's with the Fab Five Uh and with Michigan football, the 80s and the 90s, there were so many people with no connection to Michigan that were Michigan fans growing up. One of my best friends is one of them. And it annoyed the crap out of me. He knows nothing about Michigan. The winged helmets were cool. The Fab Five were cool. And so many people, mostly in their 40s, that just jumped on that bandwagon. It bothers me to no end. But that aside... My Locked On Hawkeyes podcast that I do daily. The number of idiot Michigan fans that, that are up. <laughs> that just go to YouTube and they comment on it. Mm-hmm. I was got and just if you say anything. So doing a pod with my buddy Biz earlier this week, and we were just talking about if it was going to happen, right? We don't think it's going to happen, but if what? Well, there's no way it could, and just. Listen, a little listening will go a long ways, but they just they can't hear it. How many numbers? What what are your numbers? Are they up this week with them being in the championship? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Was, what what was last week Thanksgiving week? Knowing it was the uh, the heroes game, was it good numbers? Even if it was a holiday. It's been solid really all throughout the season. I, I the subscribers up to almost three thousand subscribers now, but just kind of looking at individual videos. So this week, um, my first kind of full. Episode where I also talked about transfer portal needs, 3,100 views on that one. The one where the uh, little tagline was, do the Hawkeyes have any hope first Michigan? And that's where all the Wolverine fans <laughs> came in, 4,300 views. So that's what you get. A whole lot of that coming in. And Michigan fan, let it be known, there is no chance. And sadly, I think I agree with him. Um, and you have to do that every day? It's a daily, yep. Every single day. Yeah, throughout the course of the month, got to have 20 in while you're in season. And if you don't, you get replaced, correct? Yeah, yeah, you're out. That there's somebody somebody waiting in the wings right now for Trent Condon to mess up. But it's 20 to 30 minutes. You uh-huh. know, it's you cut it into three segments. It's like three eight-minute segments. Who and, owns Locked On? So the guy that started this, his last name is Locke. David Locke, and he is the radio play-by-play announcer for the Jazz. And about a decade ago, he was listening to a couple of Jazz podcasts, and well, these guys don't know what they're talking about. Right. I'll start my own. Uh-huh. Went from there. It kind of Lock built on. Yes, and that's where yeah. Locked On comes from, from yeah. his last name, Locke. And it just kind of built from there, started with a lot of NBA, and now they have every NFL team, every NBA team, MLB, NHL, about 70 college channels Jeez. that are out there. Locked on fantasy football. Lee Sterling does their locked on gambling show that they have daily. So it really doesn't matter the walk. Then they have national shows, locked on NFL, locked on MLB. So it's a really cool Vinny Iyer, one of yep. our guys. He does the fantasy, fantasy football, football one. Yeah. It's it's a really cool place. A really it's been interesting kind of being in here now the last couple of years, seeing how this thing is built, some of the national scope things that they're doing. The YouTube is a huge part of it, something that I had obviously no knowledge based on. Media's really changed, hasn't it? (laughs) It is. What's next? Wouldn't you love to know? Yeah. What's coming? What can we get in front of? Actually invest in something? Yeah, just get in front of it, right? Wouldn't it be nice for us to have a nice Uh, retirement nest egg? Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh-huh. That's lacking in the, in the Ankeny not, household. It's not doing real well, West Point, either. <laughs> Start early. You'll be yeah. glad that you did. Anyways, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll do a little NFL conversation. Two of the regional teams. The Chiefs will be up first. The Packers will be up second. Where are you on this Packers team? I think they got a chance. I do, too. 
the Vikings... I'm not saying this week they have a chance, but I'm thinking somebody's going to be the seventh seed mm-hmm. and play Eagles-Niners. Who would it be for you? Is it still the Vikings for you at right this now, point? Right now. I'm still there. I might like the Rams a tick more right. than the Packers. Well, Stafford's healthy. Right. Different team. Uh-huh. With what we sent from Pakua. Uh-huh. And obviously Cooper Cup now yeah, out he's there back. healthy. Yeah. How about Williams, the way that he's been running he's the been football? Phenomenal. And he's still got Aaron Donald in the middle. He's pretty good, isn't he? In fact, uh, during the break, I might need need to take a look. What are the Rams to, to make the playoffs? To make the playoffs. We'll, we'll have that when we come back. We'll take a look at those numbers before we get into our two guests on the Chiefs and the Packers. Uh, guess what number I looked at this morning back to my Cowboys love? Oh, no. Dak Prescott. MVP? MVP, yeah. I can't go there. It's only seven. Well, it's not, an, it's not a playoff award, so that's not bad. True. Fair, it's a good point. Uh, it's Miller and Condon. It's uh, 12-15. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106. On your side. Tutty's Tavern at 62.4. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 40 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines is now open and under new ownership. Featuring 50 beers on tap with a huge local selection. Tutty's Tavern is the upscale sports bar you've been looking for. With great steaks, lobster tails, sandwiches, burgers, and an oyster bar. With oysters five different ways, score a touchdown at Tutty's Tavern. 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Podcast. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on iHeartRadio. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-225. 8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roof. KXNO. 
If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renter's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renter's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renter'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-44. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you until one chicken coop giveaway still to come. Be listening for your cue to call for that. It's coming up soon. Trends plays of the day as well. Dave Syndicate on the Packers. They indeed will host the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, from ChiefsBliss.com is Nick Athen. Nick joins us. Nick Trenton. Ken, how are you, Nick Athen? I'm doing great, buddy. How about you? Doing well. Uh, what's going on at Chiefs Blitz? I know you got a big interview coming up. Is that tonight? Yeah, tonight, 6 o'clock. Uh, former Chiefs uh, wide receiver Eddie Kennison joins us for a bit. We talk about the uh, the days from the transition from Denver to Kansas City, LSU to the NFL, and kind of what he's doing now and uh, his thoughts on the uh, on the current team. So we're pretty excited about that. Good stuff. Well, my thoughts on the current team is the rest of the schedule, Nick, they will be favored uh, in every game. Look, I get it's not their fault that Joe Burrow got hurt. But when you look what's left, Green Bay, Buffalo's having a disappointing year at New England, uh, Vegas, Bengals, at Chargers. Boy, there's a lot of winnable football games still out there. And what's still out there, again, is potential of the AFC. Uh, Pains me to say it. uh, The AFC goes through Arrowhead Stadium yet again. Well, you know, the schedule does favor the Chiefs. And again, you don't think we predicted that. I think we all thought some of these teams down the stretch were going to be better and Absolutely. obviously injuries and bad coaching and a variety of reasons. Yep. Um, I'm just kind of glad we got the Broncos out of the way. How so, about that? We don't, we don't have to face them again. Never did I think I'd be saying that this year, but the Broncos <laughs> are playing really good football. Um, and they got a tough game this weekend, but for the Chiefs, you know, they just have to keep taking care of business. I thought, their performance in quarters two through four in, in, against the Raiders was the best they've had mm-hmm. stretch-wise this year, maybe maybe parallel to what they did against the Bears. But the Raiders are a much better football team offensively and defensively. And, and to go on the road, even though there are a lot of Chiefs fans there, to fall behind 14 nothing, you know, that, that just seemed to kind of wake them up. And, and the mm-hmm. defense played well after that, too. And um, Listen, if, if they just stop beating themselves, they're going to be a tough out the rest of the way. Super Bowl one, Lambeau Field, and one of the few times that we'll be able to see Patrick Mahomes in this venue at Lambeau. Uh, listening to Mahomes earlier this week, you can tell this is something important. This is a guy that kind of gets it and understands the importance of playing in a place like Green Bay. Yeah, you know, he never takes anything for granted, and he doesn't take, you know, going into these, you know, cathedral NFL cathedrals and and you know, understanding the history of it. I mean. 
you know, the Chiefs and the Packers Super Bowl one, and, you know, the Chiefs kind of had their dynasty in the 60s and, you know, between the AFL championships and two Super Bowls. And, and uh, you know, you look at the Chiefs now, and, you know, he, he understands his place. And I, I think what's so great about him is, you know, when Len Dawson was alive, you know, the two spent some time together, but he appreciated what he did for the franchise. And to be able to now to go into Lambeau Field, you know, a place that, that has a lot of meaning to both franchises, and he understands and respects that. Um, yeah, internally, I, this is a big game for Patrick. What do the Kansas City Chiefs have, and what have they found? Trent was the first guy that brought Rasheed Rice up <laughs> on the program a couple of uh, months mm-hmm. ago. Uh, they've got something there, don't they? Oh, yeah, they, they, they clearly do. And he's just, you know, he just has to learn, um, you know, the offense, and he has to learn how to maneuver the field when Patrick Mahomes is out there doing his Patrick Mahomes stuff and, you know, you have to be able to adjust on the fly, and he's got that. He understands that now. And they're designing plays for him specifically. I love the touchdown play because they put Kelsey on the outside. They put him in the slot. And what did Kelsey do? He drew three guys. Watson draws another guy over the middle of the field, and Rice is wide open. So they're going to they're gonna make him the focal point. He's, he's going he's gonna to run the Juju Smith-Schuster role for the Chiefs. That's what they've been missing. If they get anything out of Kadarius, Tony, and Sky Moore, uh, MVS, Justin Watson, those are all bonuses. But right now the offense is going to be Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Pacheco, and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's not a bad combination. Nick, you mentioned Pacheco, and he is a hard runner. But, yes. you know, Ken and I yeah. were talking about this, I think, a week ago. How many games where it feels like, man, he's got a great game going then you look at the final numbers, 15 for 55, yep. 17 right. for 62. Is it right. that he doesn't have top-end speed? Is it the offensive line just not doing quite enough in the run game? Because it feels like certainly he his numbers hard. should be better than they are. Yep. Yeah, I think part of the problem is, is his, he, he's still working on his vision. You know, he doesn't cut back. There were a couple of plays, you know, had he cut back, you know, he probably would have scored touchdowns. The gaps were so wide. And you see other running backs do it. He is so tunneled. Not, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but he kind of gets that tunnel vision of, you know, I, I need to go into this hole. And sometimes he's not as patient enough. Sometimes he just doesn't stop and say, listen, I'm not going to run into nine people and get a yard. Maybe I should cut back or maybe I should, I should move differently. When they try to run him between the tackles, I don't think he's as good as he is running on the outside. And I think that's where they have to focus their energies with him. But, yeah, they kind of give up on the run a little bit too much, and they need to feed him consistently. I mean, he should have 15 to – to 16 carries a game at a minimum and three or four, you know, attempts in the passing game, because I think he's terrific in open space if they can get him there. But I think they're trying to make him this, you know, inside runner. And I don't necessarily think that's, that's his primary strength. Is the AFC really down to a two team race, Nick, between the Ravens and the chiefs? Is there anybody else on your radar? I, I can't think of anybody. I can't. I mean, we, I, I we think, thought, oh, try to figure out that yeah. team all week. Yeah, Jacksonville is what they yeah. are. Yeah, you know, you know, the Dolphins are what they are. Get Dolphins in the cold weather on the road, they're not going to win. Right. Uh, Jacksonville's been very lucky. Yeah. I mean, extremely lucky in about four of their wins, and they have a cupcake schedule as well. And uh, you know, but the Ravens, you know, we just don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I've said this on your show a thousand times. I'm not all. You're Jackson not a good guy. Jackson guy. Yep. I'm not convinced that he can sit in the pocket down 14 points and lead two touchdown drives with his arm. Uh, with his with his arm, he's he's proven in games 
you know, that he's had the lead and, and, and he still can't manage the offense if they're not running the ball. Defensively, they're, 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 they're just, they're all killers. I mean, they just, they just understand each other. They know how to play. They're, they're the best. Um, so is that enough? Perhaps, but the Chiefs, you know, are the team to beat until somebody beats them. You know, it is the era at Invitational until someone yeah. decides that's not going to be the case anymore. And if the Chiefs went out, they're, they're the number one seed. If they lose one game, they're probably still going to be the number one seed because the Ravens schedule a little bit, well, actually, it's a lot more difficult than what Kansas City has. So, but it, it's a two team race right now. And, and some people, you know, still view it as a one team race. So, um, but, uh, you know, I would like to see the Ravens and the Chiefs in the championship game. I think that would be great. Um, that, that, that kind of sheds the, the Bills image and the Bengals image a little bit and, and gives the Chiefs another challenge. Chiefsblitz.com, Chiefsblitz.com for Nick Athen. Nick, thanks for popping on. Talk to you next week. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, good to it. talk to you. Nick Athen, Chiefsblitz.com. Dave Sinekin. Uh, covers those Green Bay Packers who don't look now. They've won a couple of games in a row, including Sunday, where they went into Detroit. The country's all over the Lions. The Packers had other plans, though, Dave Sinekin. Good to catch up with you. How are you, Dave? Uh, great. Good to catch up with you guys. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Absolutely. I want to start with you, though, at Jack Trice Stadium, where your son is a student at Iowa State. Uh, it was the Texas game, I'm pretty sure, that uh, you and your son were in the stands for. So were your thoughts on uh, game day environment in Ames, Iowa, uh, that you participated in prior to the Longhorns and the Cyclones? Yeah, it was a great uh, a great day in Ames, for sure. My son was very quick to tell me that uh, though it was a night game under the lights against 7th ranked Texas, because it fell at the beginning of Thanksgiving weekend, the students weren't around. So the, the tailgate scene was not, I guess, up to typical Ames standards. So I'm <laughs> told I have to go back to really experience that. But it was pretty festive from my standpoint, walking over that bridge that's decked out in the, the red and gold yep. of Iowa State as you make your way. It was dramatic, and I loved everything about it, man. It was just a great college environment. They hung with uh, the Longhorns for a half or so, but kind of saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, it was a, it was a great night in Ames for sure. Dave, we look at this Packers team. I thought maybe our conversations were going to be coming to a close, but here they are, pulled themselves up, and with the Vikings losing on Monday night to the Bears, all of a sudden, there's a path, and there's a path also, because Jordan Love's starting to play a lot better football. So, mm-hmm. just start overall, a team that is incredibly young, well, one of the highest rookie rates in the NFL, and here they are with the chance to get into the playoffs. Did you think just a couple weeks ago we were going to be here? Oh, God, no. I mean, I was just saying this uh, on KFAN this morning that literally, you know, two weeks ago after a tight loss in Pittsburgh, which could have gone either way, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at, all right, pick seventh or eighth, you're going to get the second or third best tackle. So who are we looking at? <laughs> yeah. And literally two weeks later, I'm looking at, okay, if Green Bay can go four and two down the stretch and they'll be favored in four games, they got like an 80% chance to make the playoffs. It's it's crazy what a roller coaster ride being a fan of a team is. Um, I did not see Thursday afternoon coming. I know Detroit was coming off a really bad outing against the Bears, but I figured they were going to get the rack together after that and just show who the who's the sheriff of the North going forward. But man, what really impressed me, guys, is the play up front on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball. I mean, we're going to talk about love and the receivers, but. Man, Aiden Hutchinson was a rumor. I mean, the offensive <laughs> line did a really good job. And, you know, that offensive line for Detroit is a top five yeah. unit. And 
Man, Green Bay's pass rush, which they needed because they have a bunch of rookies on the back end that were day three draft picks, they pressured Goff on nearly 50% of his dropbacks, and I just would never have seen that coming. That Rashawn Gary... He was unreal. 12 months of frustration in one afternoon. Yeah, he was He was the difference in that game. And so, no, I long-winded answer. I had no way that I think we'd be looking at playoff possibilities, which is really just gravy for a young, banged-up team that's starting to find its way and giving us hope that maybe this thing is not that far from being a, a contending team. Yeah, no doubt about it. And love the the, uh, the locker room uh, with Gary and uh, and LaFleur after the game. I mean, the tears are flowing. Yeah, these guys are pros. They're not in college anymore. They're not singing a fight song after the game, but it means something to them. Uh, and that was good to see. You know what else is good to see if you're a Packers fan? The rest of the schedule. Other than Sunday night against Kansas City, at the Giants, home to Tampa, at Carolina, at Vikingville, and then the Bears. Dave, there's conceivably, as you said, uh, might be favored in four of those games. There's some wins out there that gets them, you know, say they win the games they're favored in, that gets them to nine. That's going to get them a seven seed, isn't it? Yeah, and a fun trip to either Philly or San Francisco. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but, you know, obviously when, when you're building a team with, you know, Jordan Love is your oldest skill position player at 25, and, you know, you're, you're not really thinking this is the year for the playoffs. So getting even a, a potential blowout loss in January would do wonders for just growing this team as they get to where they want to go, but... Yeah, no, I mean, they're winnable games. That doesn't mean they're going to win them. Mm-hmm. They still rely on a rookie kicker who's missed extra points in three straight games and in a, maybe a close game in yeah. New York. That might be the difference. So, no, I'm not going to get too giddy about January just yet. But I'm, I'm heading to Lambeau on Sunday, and I'm really excited nice. to see how this team follows that up on prime time against Patrick Mahomes. It's actually Jordan Love's second start against the Chiefs. Um under the lights against that defense that's going to blitz him and throw him different looks. And he's got to deal with an offense that has no healthy running backs and some banged up wide receivers, including Jaden Reed. And we know Musgrave's out. So they got some things against him, but uh, I'm really curious to see how this young team responds to a stirring win on Thanksgiving with some extra rest against the Super Bowl champs. Let's go back to the quarterback position and Jordan Love and just what you've seen, the development, what has got better. I brought this up with Ken earlier this week. I saw the numbers through the first 11 starts. Aaron Rodgers and him, the exact same yardage total, touchdown interceptions, very similar, both 5-6 and six through this one. But what have you seen recently that gives you more hope that he is going to become, at minimum, a solid quarterback? Yeah, it's freaky that the stats line up hmm. exactly the same as Rodgers. I'm not going to expect or hope for a similar career but it's a it's very encouraging and we've seen it really over the last four weeks and you go back to even denver pittsburgh tough road losses but spots where his team and his offense had a chance late in the game with maybe no timeouts in a couple minutes starting deep in your own territory and he's taking the team all the way into the other red into the red zone and they're shooting themselves in the foot with penalties and yeah he'll throw a a ball up there for grabs when you're facing third and 11 late, but he's proving that he can lead a team from behind on the road in tough environments. And that's a big box for me to check with a young quarterback. And then the success the last couple of weeks against LA uh, and in Detroit, you're seeing him, the confidence just growing that he's, he's firing balls in the tight spots. He's making some throws like that one kind of across his body, the left sideline, in Detroit that you might go, no, 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 wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, that first touchdown pass where Christian Watson runs the wrong route 
but he threads the needle to Jaden Reed in the middle of the field. He's not afraid, despite knowing that everyone's looking at his interceptions, his completion percentage, but he's still throwing the ball downfield. These are not, you know, a Bears offense. It's a bunch of screen passes. Loves throwing the ball downfield to young receivers who are just now starting to figure out what it takes. I mean, you got Dontavion Wicks, a fifth round rookie who missed with a concussion, but went like four for 91 against the Chargers and showed that he can break tackles and make big plays. You know, that on top of Jaden Reed and Christian Watson getting healthy. I think Love's progression is going hand in hand with some young pass catchers who are just kind of figuring things out. I, I'm really interested to see what Love does now down the stretch. As you said, he's not going to face a lot of real tough defenses. Uh, I'd like to see a full complement of weapons around him just to see how far he can take this team. We uh, will impose on you on uh, before that Monday nighter, uh, the Monday, December 11th, Dave Sinekin. So file that away in the back of your head, then I'll be in your text messages prior to that. So thank you for doing this. Look forward to the next one. Uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Dave Sinekin. ZoneCoverage.com for Dave. ZoneCoverage.com. Thanks, Dave. My pleasure, guys. Talk to you later. Yep, good to talk to you. Dave Sinekin. Who, as Trent said, was probably, you know, going to be back for the draft mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. The Packers were going the wrong way, not going the wrong. Maybe way a season now. recap in yeah. January, something like that. We always do. We always get our NFL voices to pick their Super Bowl yeah, on the Friday yeah. before the Super Bowl, and our football voices. Uh, but yeah, they're in the hunt, and that schedule. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Vikings and the Packers. Wouldn't that be something? Because they play on Sunday night on New Year's Eve. So mention. NFC odds to make the playoffs. Taking a look at here across the landscape and what it is. I mentioned, what, two weeks ago I jumped on the Vikings when they were plus money. I think they were plus 125 at the time. And until Monday night, I thought I was in great shape. Yeah. Now, eh, we're we're not feeling quite as good. All right. So who, um, Vikings, Packers, and Rams kind of all close together? So they have them. All right, here's the Vikings. They're the first up here on this list. Yes to make the playoffs, minus 120. Mm -hmm. The no, minus 105. The Packers, minus 115 on the yes, no, minus 110. Let's get to the Rams. This is the one that I'm intrigued, I think, the most by. Got to take a look at their schedule. Scrolling, scrolling. Why are they not in there? Rams. I do not see the Rams. Did I scroll past them? Perhaps. My guess is yes. Still going through. Chiefs, Colts, Commanders, Broncos, Ravens, Giants. Still no. The Rams are not listed in here right now. Interesting. Hmm. That's weird. That is weird. That was over at DraftKings. Let's see what else we can find. Though, because... uh, while, you're, while you're looking, we yeah. should say that Bet Rivers, we had Troy Macker, the director mm-hmm. of content yesterday. He told Trent and I that on Thanksgiving, what was it, 89% of the multi-team parlays were on the lines. Yeah. <laughs> 89 out of 100 people who had a multi-team parlay started their turkey day Multi-team parley with the Lions. Here it is. The Rams. This is that fan duel. Yes to make the playoffs. Plus 225. The no minus 290. All right. So what do the Rams have here? We've talked a lot, obviously, about the local team. Let's take the non-local team. The Rams. Remaining schedule. This week, Cleveland. At home. Yep. At the Ravens. Yep. Home for the Commanders. Okay. There's two. Yep. Home for the Saints. Mm, Toss-up. Three. Maybe. At the Giants. Four. And then they wrap up at the 49ers. Four. <laughs> this team. Three. There were three for sure. The Saints games. Where's the Saints game, L.A.? Home. Oh, uh, well. 
Okay. The home games are all winnable, and you get a road game at the Giants. That would get them four more. That would get them nine and eight. Might be some nine and eight, ten. Then the Packers, they, they lost to the Packers? They did. So the Packers would have the head-to-head. Put that in there, too. Uh-huh. If they both finish nine and eight, Green Bay would be Your... making the trip to Philly or San Francisco. Well, uh, we invite you, four of you, right now uh, to join us in a chicken coop giveaway. Uh, the chicken coop is taking the place of Claxons. We'll give you four questions in a tie break if we get the most right. Well, we'll have a $50 gift certificate to spend at any one of the three chicken coops, Urbandale, West Des Moines, and Ankeny. The runner-up gets 20 wings. First four callers, if you haven't played in the last 30 days, at 515 284 Four five nine six six five one five two eight four five nine six six. If you're getting a ring, that means you're in. Stay there. It's Miller and Condon. You're on Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point eight. Show. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renner's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renner's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 515-528-4429. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circusports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1 800 bets off. The Neighborhood Tavern at 1350th Street in West Des Moines is under new ownership. And it's now Bevy's Tavern. It's a great place to unwind after a long day, catch up with friends, catch a ball game over delicious drinks and tasty bites. Come eat, come sip. And come socialize. Bevy's Tavern with new ownership at 1350th Street, just off 235 in West. This is 1224.
All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Time to give away some chicken coop. Chicken coop, three locations. Uh, chicken coop, Urbandale. Chicken coop, West Des Moines. 60th or 50th? 50th in Ashworth. No, 60th, 60th in Ashworth. 50th, you're going to be over at the school over there, across the road. Yeah, don't go there. Yeah, don't go there. Go to the chicken coop. Go to the chicken coop. Way better food there. Uh, in uh, Ankeny, they're just south of the DMAC campus in Urbandale. Uh, we found a place. Mm-hmm. Up in Meredith. Up in Meredith, yes. It just keeps growing, that area, it does. doesn't it? My gosh. My buddy moved into a house there oh, 15 years ago. Right, he was, it was just cornfield fields. <laughs> Not anymore. No, that's for Soyton. All right. Uh, so thank you to the Chicken Coop. Whoever gets the most of these four questions right will get a $50 gift certificate. The runner-up will get 20 wings. Russ, Joe, Kyle, and Lisa in that order. The tiebreaker uh, for all of you, so you can give this some thought, is the total points in the SEC Championship, Georgia-Alabama. That'll be closest without going over. Russ is up first. Hello, Russ. How are you? How you doing? Doing fine. Pac-12, Oregon, tomorrow night is favored 9.5 over Washington in Las Vegas. I'll take Oregon. Michigan, 21.5 point favorite over the Hawkeyes. No. Say why well, you, you broke up there. Again. Michigan? Michigan yep. it is. Florida State, 2.5 over Louisville. I'll take I think that, that was, was Louisville. Louisville, yep. And yep. Texas, uh, 15 and a half over Oklahoma State. How much? Again? 15 and a half. Texas is a 15 and a half point favorite. Uh, I'll take Oklahoma State. Total points in the SEC championship, Russ, closest without going over. Uh, five. Five it is. Did you say just 50, five? 55. 55. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. Appreciate it. <laughs> Good Russ is a little underwater today. Yeah, Russ is having trouble with Russ's phone. Or Ken's ears. Uh, probably Russ's phone. Russ's right? phone, yeah. Uh, hello, Joe. Hi. Oregon, 9.5 over Wash. Oregon. Michigan, 21.5 to the Hawkeyes. Got to go with the Hawks. Um, Florida State, 2.5 over Louisville. Florida State. Texas, 15.5 to Okie State. Texas. Total points, SEC championship closest without going over is the tiebreaker, Joe. 48. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Enjoy the games. Uh, Kyle is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Kyle. Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. Oregon's a nine-and-a-half point favorite over the Huskies. And I just have to cover the spread. Right? Yes, you do. I'll take Washington at home then, or right. Washington. I'll take Washington in Las Vegas, but yep. Uh, Michigan is a 21-and-a-half yeah. point favorite over Iowa. I got to unfortunately take Michigan. All right. Florida State, two and a half to Louisville. I'll go with Louisville. Uh, Texas is a 15 and a half point favorite over Oklahoma State. I'll take Texas. Uh, the SEC championship tiebreaker needed if necessary. Total points closest without going over. 21 to 18. So what's that, 39? 39 it is, Kyle. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. it. And Lisa brings it to a close. Hi, Lisa. Hi, how's it going? Good, thank you. Oregon's a nine and a half point favorite over Washington. I'll take Washington. Michigan, twenty one and a half to the Hawks. Gosh, I just I just marked out Michigan and put my Hawks. Taking your Hawkeyes, okay. Florida yep. State, two and a half to Louisville. Florida State. Texas fifteen and a half points over Oklahoma State. 
Oklahoma State. Tiebreaker. Total points in the SEC championship closest without going over, Lisa. 63. 63. Lisa, enjoy the games. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate the chicken coop again. Three locations: Urbandale, West Des Moines, and Ankeny. Well, before getting, you're going to join me for a few minutes at the beginning of the show. Tomorrow, yeah, right? yeah, I got you for the first 15, 20 minutes. Uh, then Chris Williams, then Mike yeah. Palm, Bama Bob, Tom Kakert, and our picks, which you will tape. Yes, right? I will. Uh, you were three and two last week. Can't catch any ground on you though. You are forty-five and twenty against the spread. Mm-hmm. I am thirty-four, twenty-nine, and two. Best bets, though, are worth 100 points. Oh, they are now. I'm, I'm 9 and 4, <laughs> you're 7 and 6. Uh, I think I had my best bet last you week. You did, you did. Got back over 500 in your who, best Who bet. was that? It was, the, it was the Pac-12 game. It was. Yeah, Arizona. That's right. That's right. Over Arizona State, and they crushed. Okay, uh, what do you like tonight? Do you like anything? I do, yeah. A little college basketball. I got six plays. I am playing the Seahawks tonight. Are I you got a 9.5. Yeah, yeah, it popped at 9.5. Uh, oh, probably about an hour ago at one spot, so I jumped on that. A little hook there. I'm... It's what we kind of talked about earlier with the Cowboys. Prove it against somebody good. Yeah. And I don't think Seattle's that good. No, I don't either. Geno's going the wrong way, yep. but at least a team with the pulse. Yep. I'm going to grab the points here. Uh, what else do I got? College basketball. Liberty takes on Florida Atlantic. We know, of course, Final Four team from a year ago. Liberty's undefeated. Should be a good one. Five o'clock on ESPNU. If you're looking for maybe a dark horse team, want to get started early, I'm going to grab Liberty plus five and a half. How about Coppin State? Uh, Hofford? Uh, let's see what else we got. UT Martin, anything do it? No, no, I'm no, out. No. Okay. <laughs> you can find all of these at the Action Network. Your best bet, which uh, worked yesterday if you followed Trent, is? It's Liberty. Give it's me Liberty, Liberty in the 8.5. Flames. Good stuff. We will talk to you tomorrow. You'll be at the airport before you get on your plane. Murph and Andy, they come up in five minutes to drive with Heather and Sean, 3 to 6. And the Hawkeye Nation radio show tonight goes at 6 o'clock. We're Miller and Condon weekdays, 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. And oh.